It's about you, your health, your family, and your community. This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And good morning. Hope you're having a blessed weekend. Welcome to another edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. Like always, if you would like to find out more about our guests, more about the show, you can reach out to us on our social media platforms. Starting with Facebook, you can head to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Follow us there, like us there as well. You can also listen to the show anytime you like. Just head to your favorite podcast app like Spotify or Podcast One and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. You can also reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram at Rodney Lear on Air. We begin this morning with Christina Hillsberg. She is the author of the book, License to Parent, How My Career as a Spy Helped Me Raise Resourceful, Self-Sufficient Kids. It's our pleasure to welcome Christina Hillsberg to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning. How are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you? Good. Welcome to Sunday Morning Magazine. Thank you. Now, Christina, as I understand it, you are actually a spy with the CIA. And I know everything there is really hush-hush, and we don't want to risk national security or anything. But what can you tell us about your former role with the CIA? I was a CIA intelligence analyst, and then I spent the latter part of my career working on the clandestine side, um, running operations. Uh, My expertise is specifically in Africa and African languages, and had a wonderful career there, and have since left and become a writer, and have found a way to join two parts of my life that I once felt were very different, but as it turns out, these CIA principles are highly useful in parenting. Now, this is almost like that movie, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. You met and married a fellow CIA colleague, and now you two are raising a family together. That's right. My husband actually um, was on the operations side, and we met on a field tour. And um, actually, we were able to run a couple operations together um, before we married, which was really fun. And he had three kids of his own from a previous marriage when we met, and he was implementing some of these techniques. And then we had kids together, and so we now have five. And we've formulated an approach that uses uh, techniques from the operational side of the CIA as well as the analytic side so that we can prepare our kids um, for the world to successfully navigate and deal with anything like throws at them. It's really all about raising well-rounded, security-conscious kids. Now, Christina, explain to us what led you to the CIA of all places. I actually joined the CIA out of happenstance rather than any sort of careful planning. I studied what I was passionate about in college, which was linguistics and African languages. And as it turns out, the CIA is very interested in people with language skills. And I just kind of fell into it and um, ended up finding a career that I was very passionate about and enjoyed, you know, being able to educate U.S. policymakers on a part of the world about which I was very um, interested and passionate about was really just, I felt very lucky. Um, Ryan, on the other hand, was, you know, the the small boy who always dreamed of being James Bond. So it was a long-held <laughs> dream of his to work at the CIA. Um, and he was also recruited for his language capabilities. Okay, so what was the training like? You know, we see movies and we see all this training that goes on. Is it like that in real life or is that just more for the movies? Well, you know, Ryan actually shares several CIA operational training stories um, throughout the book in his sidebars, and I think that um, those are just a really fun look into what operational training looks like. And some of it does sound, you know, very similar to what you would see in, you know, some of the Jack Ryan films. Um, and so I think you get a taste of that in the book, which is really great. 
Okay, so at what point did you realize that your CIA training was influencing your child rearing? And give us some clear examples of what that looked like. I first noticed it actually right off the bat um, when I met Ryan at Ryan's three kids. I was noticing that he was giving them much more autonomy. We were going through a corn maze. He didn't always have eyes on them, and that made me anxious. I mean, you're meant to be lost in a corn maze of all places. I noticed that. I noticed that he was giving them um, the freedom to make their own purchases with their own wallets in the gift shop. And now, mind you, they were six, eight, and nine years old at the time. And then I started picking up on him using, like, some persuasive training, and um, I noticed that these kids were more well-rounded than any kids I had ever met before. I knew that was because he was implementing our training with them, and he was, you know, making sure they were um, multifaceted, exposing them to lots of different topics, and really just setting them up for life. All right. And in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear on the phone this morning with Christina Hillsberg. The title of the book is License to Parent. Now, what made you decide to write the book? Well, you know, using these CIA-inspired techniques has eased my anxiety. I always thought I'd be a helicopter parent, and it's actually been these principles that, has allowed, that have allowed me to parent from a place of strength instead of a place of fear. And so it's my hope that by sharing these principles and our story that other parents will be able to utilize these techniques and find more comfort in um, giving their kids more autonomy, but also feeling more confident that their kids are much more capable than they thought. Okay, now you work with your husband on the book, is that right? That's right. Okay, so tell us about how you guys collaborated on the book and what he contributed to the book as well. So much of this book was hashed out at our kitchen table. Um, We have teenagers and toddlers, and so the teenagers would often be in the other room. You know, it would be late at night. They'd be watching a movie on a Saturday night, and he and I would be at the kitchen table while our toddlers had already gone to bed, and we would hash out these ideas together, um, me at the Keys, Um, But it also meant, you know, I would go off for a staycation at a hotel when I really needed to buckle down and write some chapters. But actually, um, he writes a sidebar in part two of the book. So part um, one is largely memoir and talks about how I got to the CIA, how we met, how I became a parent with Ryan. And then part two is a lot of the practical takeaways. And in each of those chapters, Ryan gives a really fun sidebar um, where we get to hear from his perspective, his operational stories in the field. And I think that um, that just brings so much color to the book. And it was just such a great opportunity to have this project to do together because we worked together at the CIA. And so it was just really fun to have an opportunity to do that once again. Okay. Now let's talk about some of the chapters in the book. Now, chapter five in particular, the book deals with avoiding danger. Um, What useful tips can you offer here to parents? Yeah, we talk about the idea of getting off the X, and this is a concept the CIA teaches in training, and it's this idea of ignoring that, you know, human curiosity to move forward towards something that you want to check it out, but instead listening to your gut and moving away from danger. So the X can be anything. It can be a person, a place, a thing, an environment, and so we want to teach our kids to listen to their gut, but also, you know, think critically in these situations. We don't want them to freeze. So, and by visualizing an escape route beforehand and thinking through these things, um, they're less likely to freeze in the moment and to move away from danger. You know, we don't want them to hide. You know, we don't want them to fight. Those are last case scenarios. We want them to get out. And so as part of that, we tell parents that they should emphasize that their kids listen to alarms and warning signals. You know, they should also ignore authority figures if necessary, which I think is counterintuitive to a lot of parents and even kids. 
But, you know, we look at the South Korean ferry disaster and, you know, how many kids perished in that because the voice over the intercom told them to stay put. You know, the ones that didn't listen to that voice are the ones who survived. And so we want our kids to know that in a dangerous scenario, they need to get off the X and think critically for themselves. And again, in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. More information about the show can be found on our Facebook page. Like us, visit us, and follow us at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. My guest this morning is Christina Hillsberg. She is the author of the book, Licensed to Parent, How My Career as a Spy Helped Me Raise Resourceful, Self-Sufficient Kids. Now, let's talk about technology. What do you recommend in terms of staying safe online? What do you tell parents and what's critical for young people to know? Sure. I think, you know, first off, we tell parents that we actually give our kids more autonomy when it comes to technology and less surveillance. I think the natural inclination for parents, especially when they find out that we're spies, is that we must do some type of surveillance on our kids' technology. Instead, we want to create a balance of giving them autonomy while also providing some boundaries because that's going to continue to build trust with our kids. If we lock all the technology down and we don't give them any access to social media because we say, oh, this is such a slippery slope, I'm not letting them have X, Y, Z, fill out the whole list of apps. Right, because there are so many these days. But when we do that, we're we're losing out on an opportunity to help make our kids savvy when it comes to technology, and we're also missing out on an opportunity to guide them along when they make mistakes. I mean, as we know, there are even adults who make mistakes on social media and post things that they shouldn't all the time. And so we want our kids, we would rather them make mistakes when they're with us so that we can guide them rather than lock down their access to technology only for them to find them way, their way fumbling through, you know, when they're out of the house. So I would say, you know, number one, we're giving them those opportunities to access technology, you know, balancing that autonomy with boundaries. Um, but then we're also giving them guiding principles so that hopefully they don't make those mistakes, right? So we're talking to them about not oversharing information online. And probably one of the most important tips is guarding your future. Um, you know, there is evidence that shows that employers look at people's online profiles before hiring them. Oftentimes, when they find something, they don't hire people. And so we want to make sure our kids understand that what they're posting online could impact them for the rest of their life. That said, that doesn't mean that they shouldn't post anything because there's also data that indicates that there are employers who hire people because of something positive they've seen online. And so that, that's when it comes back to that balance I talked about. All right. So every good spy is a master of self-defense. What do you tell parents in terms of self-defense and what should their child know? Well, we talk about self-defense in the chapter, but I think it's important that we know that that is a last resort. Mm -hmm. You know, the first option for our kids is to get off the X, get away from danger as quickly as possible, right? And then if they can't get away, they should hide. And a last resort, worst case scenario, is that they're fighting and they're fighting for their life. And so we talk in the book about, you know, that means they don't have to have a weapon on them. You know, they can use anything around them. You know, they should look around and be aware of their surroundings. Use a lamp if you need to. Use a chair if you need to. Um, but we also talk to them about the fragility of the human body because we watch movies all the time where, you know, someone, one person is taking on multiple people in a fight scene. And when we're watching those types of movies with our teenagers, we'll actually pause it and say, listen, you guys need to know that this is not a realistic scenario and there is no way that this person would survive this in real life. We need our kids to know what is realistic and what's not because we don't want them to be in a scenario that they think they can make it out of when they don't stay 
stand a chance because they're up against multiple people or there's such a big difference in weight or size. And so it's really talking to our kids about the fragility of the human body, and that's when it gets back to this concept of getting off the X and avoiding that situation altogether. All right. And again, in case you're just tuning in, we're speaking to Christina Hillsberg. The title of the book is Licensed to Parent. So I understand that the book has been optioned for TV. Is that right? How true is that? That's right. It's been optioned with Imagine Entertainment, the production company of Ron Howard and Brian Grazer. And we are very excited for that project to move forward. Okay. And so how is that project going? It's going well. We're very happy with the team. Um, We have a great relationship with them, and we feel really lucky that um, we have a relationship with a production company that is so focused on being authentic to people's stories and making us such a big part of the process. And so it's been a really positive experience so far. Okay. can't give more details than that, unfortunately. Oh, come on. You can tell us more. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) All right. So let me ask you this now. What do your family and friends say about and what do they think about your approach, your parenting approach? Um, I think that, you know, they're fascinated with it. And, of course, they've all been very supportive with the book. But I think, you know, we've often been asked, you know, even before Ryan and I had our two little littles together. We call them the bigs and the littles. Um, You know, he was asked for years and years, like, what is it about your kids? Like, you know, your kids seem really special. There's something going on here. And they weren't really able to pinpoint it. And it's like after years and years of these principles, we've, you know, finally put them into words and formulated it into an approach that people can read. And all of our friends and family have just been so excited to actually, you know, read the approach and find out what it is that has made these kids so special. And I, I do like to tell our three bigs, you know, I'm their step mom. And I like to tell them that I wouldn't have married just anyone with three kids, with just any kids. Like you guys are special and unlike any other kids I know. And that's the only reason why I could do this. And I really lucked out in that regard. Okay. Now, what's the biggest takeaway? What do you want readers to take away from this book? Yeah, I want, I want them to know that, you know, these are real techniques that the CIA uses, and we've adapted them in a simple and straightforward way. You know, they're not flashy gimmicks. They're Hollywood versions of espionage. They're real techniques that anyone can use. And when they use them, they can parent from a place of strength instead of a place of fear. All right. So parenting with Mr. and Mrs. James Bond is what it sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we're out of time this morning. If our listeners would like to find out more about you, Christina, they would like to find out more about your husband and more about the book, Licensed to Parent. How can our listeners find out more? They can go to my website, www.christinahillsburg.com, and they can find Licensed to Parent on sale anywhere books are sold. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking time to talk to us. I really do appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.